One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Who knew maliciously following the rules could be so nice? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, the lady of the house insists. About 30 or so years ago, I dropped out of high school. My first job was as a truck jockey for a bloke who owned his own removal truck and had a delivery contract with a local chain of furniture stores. The work was hard and days were usually pretty long. I have an old payslip somewhere for an 84-hour week. But I was young, fit, and healthy, and the work saved me from needing a gym membership. Plus, the cash was really good for a 16-year-old kid. One long, reasonably warm Saturday, we're headed to our last delivery before going home. It was close to 6 p.m., and we'd still have around a 45-60 to 60 minute drive home after, so the boss was in no mood for messing around. The delivery was in Melbourne's, at the time, probably still is, wealthiest suburb, Turak. Lots of big houses and old money. Anyway, we rock up at this place, and the boss heaves a sigh of relief. Massive double-entry doors at the front, we were delivering a three-seater sofa bed. Freaking things were heavy, with metal fold-out bed inside, so anything that made the delivery that little bit easier was seen as a positive. As usual, the boss hops onto the back of the truck and starts unwrapping the load to get it onto the tailgate, while I go knock on the door, clipboard in hand. I ring the bell, the old-fashioned turn-the-brass-handle thing, and a butler opens the door. I see just over his shoulder a massive entry hall with big, wide staircase leading up to the second story. Awesome. He says, yes. I say, good day. We're here to deliver a sofa bed for... Checks clipboard. Mrs. Rich Witch. Name change to protect the Rich Witch, and because I don't remember or can't care. He gestures around to the right of the house. Delivery entrance is around the side. I say, oh, okay. I trot around to the side door, thinking it would be a straight-up delivery into a room nearer that door. I wait and he eventually opens the door. Per our standard operating procedures, I ask him to show me where the furniture was going so I could map the route out for the boss. He gestures to, I'm genuinely not freaking kidding, a darn spiral freaking staircase. I say, up those stairs? He says, yes. I said, but I noticed there's a lot more room at the front doors, plus the bigger staircase there. Can we deliver via that route instead? They say the lady of the house wishes for it to be delivered via the rear staircase. I said, really? There's no way we're getting that sofa bed up there without hurting ourselves, or the furniture, or the house. Why can't we deliver via the front? He says, the lady of the house simply will not permit it. I say, okay, I'll go let my boss know. By the time I get back to the truck, the boss has the sofa sitting on the tailgate ready for us to carry it in. Boss says, ready? I say, not quite. You're not going to believe it, but they want us to deliver via a side entrance and up a spiral staircase. They say, the freak they do. I say, yep, old mate in the suit and tie said so. He says, how many times did you ask him? Me, unsure why. I said, a couple. Wasn't sure I heard him right the first time, but he said the customer won't allow it. He says, nah, BS, wait here. The boss strides up to the front door and rings the bell, perhaps a little aggressively. The butler opens it, words are exchanged, the boss gets pretty heated, and demands to see the customer, Mrs. Richwich. She says, what's all this nonsense? 
Boss says, your fella here said we can't deliver through these doors and up that staircase for you. The other way is too narrow. We'll bust our backs trying to get it up there. She says, that's not my concern. My desire is for the furniture to be delivered via the side entrance. Boss says, nah, we're not doing that. Just let us go this way and we'll be out of your hair in no time. She says, I insist that you deliver the furniture in accordance with the terms of the contract. Cue malicious compliance. The boss straightens up, squares his shoulders. Okay, sure. No worries, we'll get it done, as you said, in accordance with the delivery contract. He walks back towards me, massive freaking grin on his face, and tells me to grab the highlighter, fluorescent marker from the cab. I go grab it and hand it to him. He highlights something on the delivery docket on the clipboard, tosses it onto the sofa, and gestures at me to grab my end. I'm wondering what the freak is about to go down, but I know my boss well enough to know that we aren't about to carry this bloody thing through a side door and up a spiral staircase. As we get near the front doors, the boss tells me we're putting the sofa bed down. He grabs the clipboard and politely asks Rich Witch to sign for the delivery. She says, I'm not signing anything yet. You haven't delivered it to where I want it. He says, ah, but we have now. Please read the section I've highlighted. Her reading said bit said, oh, well, that changes things. Through the front doors will be fine. Boss says, sorry, please read the second highlighted section. Her reading the second said bit, but I've changed my mind. Boss says, sorry. As you can see, it says that deliveries must be made the safest way possible without risking injury to us. And if we still disagree after three attempts at making delivery, the customer takes responsibility for completing the delivery from the front of the premises. We asked four times, so as you requested, I'm delivering per the terms of the delivery contract you signed. Rich witch going red. But how am I supposed to get this upstairs? Boss says, I'm afraid that's no longer my problem, ma'am. Please sign the delivery docket so we can get out of your hair. I took that as my cue to freak off, pack up the shraps and straps, and prep the truck for departure. We managed to hold in our laughter until the end of the driveway. Well, knowing these people, it was probably a very long driveway, so pretty good on holding the laughter in. Also, how snotty can you be? Like, clearly they just didn't want to, like, see the peasants coming through the front door. Our next story is, received a formal written warning for being absent from work when I injured my knee. This happened in the UK about 12 years ago, when I worked as a customer assistant in a large, well-known retail store. It's nothing big, but at the time I thought, okay, if that's how it is, then that's how I'll play it too. I'd been working for the company for three years and had not taken a single day off for sickness since I'd started working there. If I was feeling a little under the weather, I'd just go in and work through it whilst taking any medication if required. Here's where it takes place. I'd been playing football with friends on a weekend when I got tackled and felt a shooting pain in my knee. Instant excruciating pain. I went to the hospital and got an x-ray, but nothing of concern was visible as there were no broken bones. I received painkillers and was referred for an MRI as I was still in pain. MRI results showed that I've got a partial tear to the ACL and would need time to recover. Initially, I'd notified my manager that I'd been injured and would not be coming into work. After a week of absence, I provided a doctor's note, as required, which signed me off from work for three more weeks. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A month after the injury took place, I was able to hobble around and was going stir-crazy at home. My colleagues were keeping me updated on what was happening at work. I was aware that my manager was getting heat from senior managers for a member of the team having an extended absence, so I decided to go back into work. First day back, I'm informed that there will be a meeting for my absence. I attend the meeting with a union rep and go over the absence and the reason for it. I explained everything that happened, but it seemed like my manager wasn't actually listening. She was just giving me a chance to have my say, but she already knew the decision she was making. The manager then takes some time out to make an informed decision on the outcome of this meeting. She comes back and tells me that because I've reached the trigger point for absences, she'll have to give me a written warning. That simple. I felt betrayed and appalled at how I was being treated after all I've put into the company. I also found out that the union rep I'd reached to support me was intentionally being unhelpful because she was friends with my manager. Cue malicious compliance. I had seven days to make an appeal against the decision, so I started looking into the company's attendance policy. The first thing I noticed was that the trigger point is to trigger a meeting to review absences and not to hand out written warnings like the manager had stated in the meeting. I also realized that employees cannot receive a formal warning for their first absence. It must be an informal verbal warning because the manager has to personally tell you about the attendance policy at that initial meeting and keep a record of it in order to escalate. Then I went through the rest of the policy and found a loophole which meant I could take three days off sick every three months without triggering an attendance meeting. I made my appeal and the initial decision was overturned, so no written warning on record. Then every three months I would take three sick days off. This ended up giving me 12 extra holiday days per year. The results, they could have just let me have that one month absence and return to work as normal, but instead I'm absent for 12 extra days a year because the company doesn't give a crap about employees. I mean, at least now you know where your employer stands. They're not going to have your back in situations like this. If it bothers you enough, it might be worth considering looking for new opportunities elsewhere. But hey, I would enjoy the extra time off. 
Our next story is Old Boss Changed Systems So Employees Have to Pay Hotels Up Front. I worked for a company where we worked away most weeks. The existing system was simple. Hotels were booked by the company. However, the boss decided to change the system to save money. He believed it would force us to travel two to four hours each way per night on top of an eight to ten hour shift. The lower paid workers complained, but the higher paid knew we could use this to our advantage. One of the guys negotiated with hotels. Free breakfast, evening meals, and drinks included, but not on the invoice. This meant we always topped the maximum 100 British pounds per night he allocated for hotels. On his previous account, he paid 60 to 70 pounds per night. This also meant that it freed up our 25 pound tax-free evening meal money. If breakfast was included on the invoice, he would deduct from the 25. To keep everyone happy, the higher paid ones paid for the lower paid ones with an Air Miles reward credit card. They also set up reward accounts with the hotels. It was great. We were all planning free holidays with the hotel reward slash Air Miles and we were £125 per week better off. Unfortunately, the boss realized how badly his plan panned out and he reverted back to paying for the hotels himself within six weeks. This is honestly a tale as old as time. There's so many stories of companies that, whether it's a per diem thing, whether it's a mileage thing, they try so hard to save money and all it does is just upset the workers enough that they try to find the most expensive way to comply. This next story is, boss made a rule and soon changed his mind. As I start to work in general manager positions in my actual company, my boss gave me a company smartphone. I was carrying two phones with me all the time. As soon as he noticed this, he called me and said no personal phones were allowed during work time because personal life stays outside of the job and not to mix things. And I was there for work and not to call my girlfriends or logging into Facebook and personal phones are a distraction. I agreed and complied the next day. The very next day, after I started to keep my personal phone in the locker room, he was waiting for me at the lobby with a very bad mood because he called multiple times after work and I didn't answer and he asked why I ignored him. I said I was at home and my company phone was in the locker room, so it was useless to call me after work time because the job should stay outside of personal life and I didn't want to mix things. It's been 7 years as a general manager and I only have one phone now with both SIM cards because it's boring to fill both pockets with smartphones. Dual SIM phones always seemed super cool to me, although it makes it a lot harder I would think to blend that line of, alright I'm off the clock, do not talk to me. This next story is, follow the rules with exception. About 10 years ago, I was working for a small firm that prided itself on having a lean workforce. As you can imagine, this meant long days for the staff that worked there, usually skipping breaks and having a working lunch just to try and stay on top of things. Generally, a 12-hour day was a good day. I smoked at the time, so I would go out probably five times a day for about five minutes each time, which is more than I should, but less in time itself than taking two breaks and a lunch. Everyone wins, right? I did this for about a year, then one day the owner noticed. I was pulled into a meeting with the owner and the entire management to explain my excessive breaks. Less time than full breaks. My first is normally just before I would arrive in, I wasn't so early. But it was good enough. I was told to follow the rules without exception. So I did. 
I took full breaks. I arrived on time and left on time. I worked the exact shift with the correct breaks. Within three days, I was back in the same room with the same people, asking me why my work ethic had gone suddenly downhill. I can still see the look on their faces when I explained that I was only following the rules without exception. Not the best story, but very satisfying at the time. I was requested to forget the first meeting ever happened. They weren't happy when I told them that I actually liked the newfound love of rule following. After a bit of back and forth, everyone started getting paid for hours worked rather than the official 8 hours we were supposed to work. I mean the bottom line here, although OP did maliciously comply, I would say that they did ultimately the right thing regardless. I could never understand work cultures where you're expected to stay after work but also not get paid for that time. As in like you get paid an 8 hour bracket and you're probably going to spend some extra time finishing stuff up but they're not going to give you a penny extra. It's like, why work for free? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.